With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host Tom on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome back, Ram fans. Rams fall to the Bengals Monday Night Football 19-16. Really strange game, a really frustrating and disappointing game. Last week, the Rams lost, and I actually felt really good about this team. Tonight, they lost, and I, and I do not have a good feeling about this team. I, I'm not uh, you know, overly worried about the long-term future of this team. Even the short term, I think we can still be very competitive. But man, there are some things that really struck struck me as concerning. And it's really not so much about the players. It was more about Sean McVay and some of the decisions he made. I don't know what he was thinking refusing to run the ball against a defense that has not proven it can stop the run, giving up nearly 200 yards a game rushing over the first two games. 
And the Rams get get down to the Bengals' two-yard line on their first possession, three passes, kicked the field goal, and that was the trend all day long. Uh, they finally started running the ball. They finally ran the ball inside of two minutes at the Bengals. I think it was the three-yard line with the clock running. Then they ran the ball probably the one time they shouldn't have. And another thing that really concerned me coaching-wise that really you know struck me as odd is their refusal to help out Zach Thomas at left tackle. Uh, announcers finally caught on late in the game that he was out there on an island and the Rams weren't helping him. I think all us Ram fans saw it and could not quite figure it out. The one thing I will say about this game is I'm not overly concerned about the offensive line. I think when we have our five guys out there and uh, we're not playing a desperate football, heaving the ball all over the field every down, this offensive line is going to be okay. I think, uh, you know, you take Alaric Jackson off the field. Hopefully he'll be back. I don't think it was serious. Uh, this offensive line will, will be okay. Uh, Sean McVay just needs to, you know, put on his thinking cap and run the ball a little bit. Uh, Kyron Williams had been so promising over these first two games, 10 carries for 38 yards against a really poor run defense. So a lot of things went against the Rams this game. It seems to be another trend, This, uh, especially the last two games, the boink off the post for the Bengals field goal, tipped passes that are getting intercepted, that reversal of Tutu's TD, which I still don't understand. I think it was one of those plays where the refs looked at it and said, his heel must have touched the ground. How could he possibly have, have pulled that off? I didn't see the field. I didn't see the heel touch the ground though, and I don't think any of us did. So a bizarre overturn, uh, really disappointing. And you know, if if they call that a touchdown as they should have, and we don't have that tip pass for the interception, and uh, a couple other things go our way, we we probably could have still pulled off a win here. But the blame really falls on our approach on offense. I was really happy with the defense. You know, the defense actually kept us in this game and, um, you know, very promising effort by our defense. What stats are worth mentioning? Well, there's not a lot of pretty ones. The Rams were 0 for 10 on third down. They were in the red zone three times and came up empty, and then they finally got in on the final one. I mentioned Kyron Williams' production, 10 carries for 38 yards. I'm not putting it on him. I'm not putting it on the offensive line. I'm putting that on the offensive coordinators, that offensive staff. I don't know. It was really strange. Uh, Puka finished with 72 yards receiving. Higby had 71 yards receiving, and Atwell had the lone TD. Of course, Puka was shut down for a while by the Bengals' defense and then finally had the big catch on the final possession. So, hey, and remember, we had no Cooper Cup, you know, Cooper Cup. Um He's going to change things for this offense. It's going to be a big change. We just need to get to two and three. Whatever it takes, get to two and three. That's why a win here would have been so big. If you're going to hand out game balls, kudos real early, I'd those two guys on offense, Tyler Higby and Tutu Atwell, really showed up. Uh, the defense, the entire defense, really stepped up and had a good game. I mean, Jamar Chase is 141 yards aside. Overall, this defense had a really good day. And Kobe Turner starting to show up. You watch him closely. 
I think he is a guy that's going to be, uh, he's a keeper. He's a winner. He's going to be an integral part of this defense uh, moving forward. I think he's out playing Bobby Brown at this time, at least. Uh, that's what a little birdie told me that was watching the defensive line play closely. Kobe Turner, he's, had a, he's going to be um, a solid member of this defense for a long time. And how about that interception by Witherspoon? I mean, it's it's kind of another thing that's really frustrating. You know, these other teams are getting interceptions off of tipped balls and grabbing it just off the turf. And we finally get our first turnover uh, when our cornerback makes, it looks like the play of the century on defense. That's what it takes for us to get a break go our way. So um, if I had to say, you know, who who gets the lemons, who do we have to be concerned about, who concerns us? Well, I, again, it was the coaching. I'm not going to repeat myself. I don't think there's any, you know, Zach Thomas struggled, but he's a backup left tackle, and they did not help him. Uh, what do you expect? They have some really good pass rushers over there. And again, bizarre that the Rams didn't figure out a way to help him out. Where does that leave the Rams? They're one and two. Uh, and if you had told me before the season started they were going to be one and two heading to Indianapolis, I would be, I probably would have been okay with that. But it's frustrating that they're one and two after seeing uh, how they approach this game on offense and uh, how things went sideways over the course of this game. Started out really well, had a really good feeling. <laughs> For the first few minutes and um, then the play calling and the Rams, some of the things the Rams did on offense really frustrated me. So we head to Indianapolis, need a win real bad, and I think we're going to get one. Uh, so if you're listening on the podcast, I will be back in a minute with some more uh, notes on this game, on the coaching, the refing. Uh, fearsome four big plays of the game. I'll review my four keys to victory for the Rams. Back in a minute with all that. Thanks a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, Ram fans. I think I spent enough of that first segment expressing how I feel about the Rams' approach, especially on offense in this game. Let's move on to some other details. How about that scamper by Tutu Atwell? Man, he looked lightning quick. He continues to contribute more and more in this offense. Should have been a touchdown, as I already mentioned. But man, he looked good. Looked good a couple other times, too. Tyler Higby had a really good game couple key catches in traffic, taking hits. Quentin Lake and Kobe Turner on defense, both standing out. And I have to say, Witherspoon in that interception, very impressive. He's playing very solid cornerback at this time. Let's go over how this game unfolded, especially in the first half. After that reversal on Tutu's run, the Rams were unsuccessful on three straight passes, take a sack on the one play, and end up kicking a field goal. Bengals tied up 3-3. Three to three. Rams go up 6-3. But then for the second straight week, the Rams give up a field goal late in the first half. So they go to halftime tied 6-6. Six to six. And at this point, the Rams really haven't really tried to run the ball a whole lot. But the first second half possession, big play by Higby. A screen play to Kyron for 18 yards. And they end up with a 42-yard field goal to go up 9-6. to six. Then their defense finally breaks. We really couldn't expect them to hold up all day against these wide receivers, and they didn't. Finally gave up the touchdown, Joe Mixon scoring, and the Bengals had their first lead of the game, 13-9. Rams' next possession, Stafford to Jefferson for 46 yards, and you're thinking, here we go. And I'm thinking, hey, let's run the ball down their throat a little bit, but no, a pass, it's deflected, intercepted. And the Bengals turn that into a field goal, and they take a 16-9 lead. The next possession was the one where we had the penalty on Ankrum. Ethan Evans got off a 59-yard punt, and then Witherspoon comes up with the interception. But the Rams can't get anything done. Give it back to the Bengals, and they go up 19-9. And the Rams add that late touchdown, and the onside kick that failed, and the Bengals get the win 19-16. to Let's review my fearsome four keys to the game, see how I did, see how the Rams did. Checking these boxes, well, number one, it's going to be a sad review here. The Rams got to exploit that Bengals run defense. Absolute failure. They didn't even try. Fearsome key number two, pick a receiver and shut him down. You know, the Bengals have those three great receivers, Jamar Chase. 
Well, he ended up with 141 yards. Rams did a pretty good job on the other guys. Tyler Boyd, 39 yards. T. Higgins, 21 yards. Had a few drops. So, hey, maybe they concentrated too much on the other receivers. Jamar Chase really lit them up a little bit. But I'd still say the defense had a good day overall. Held Joe Mixon to 65 yards rushing. His longest rush was 14 yards. And, you know, Chase had that one big catch for 43 yards. Well-designed play, and that really padded his stats there. But I guess they checked that box. They shut down the other guys pretty well. Just Jamar Chase had too much of a big day on them. For some key number three, whoever the quarterback is, brings some heat. And, you know, I have to say, maybe I was wrong on this one. I think the Rams' defensive strategy early on was to make the Bengals earn it, make them drive down the field, and they'll eventually make a mistake. Now, Lewis Riddick, I think he made a mistake there, and I'll get into the announcers right now since I'm talking about that. He said that the Rams can't let Joe Burrow stand back there and drive the ball down the field taking time off the clock. I think Lewis was wrong, and I think he corrected himself later on and said, hey, the Rams are doing a good job making them drive the field. Eventually, they're going to make a mistake. Eventually, we're going to take the ball away. Worst case, we make them settle for a field goal. And actually, the Rams did bring some heat. You know, they ended up with two sacks. Would have been nice to see Byron Young get in there on his own in the first half. Wasn't happening, though. Good offensive play line by the Bengals for the most part. My thought was if it's the backup quarterback, let's bring some heat. If it's Joe Burrow on a bad leg, let's bring some heat. But I think the Rams defensive strategy was actually spot on. So I'm going to say I was slightly wrong on this one and I'm going to say the Rams didn't get it done really, not to my liking. Here's some key number four. Hey, how about a Monday night football takeaway? and maybe be positive in the takeaway department. Well, we did finally get our first takeaway of the year. It took a brilliant play by our cornerback, Witherspoon. I guess that's that's what it's going to take for this team to get the takeaways. We still were minus one overall. And that takeaway, we had a chance there. After that turnover, Rams couldn't get it done. What were my fearsome four big plays of the game? Well, Let's talk about the things that sunk the Rams. Well, the first one was that reverse call. Still not seeing it. I'll never see it. And that was probably the biggest play of the game. Rams could have gone up 7 to nothing there. The second big play was that sequence. At the end of the first half, Stafford gets sacked. And then it was a long punt by Ethan Evans, but it was too low. Allowed for a return to Cincinnati's 40. And that set them up for that game-time field goal at the end of the half. Here's some big play number three. I got to say, that doink off the post, the field goal that went in, man, another play that goes the Bengals' way, and that ended up being the difference now. I know the butterfly effect, and maybe it changes the Bengals' strategy on some of their late possessions if they don't have that field goal in the bag, but still critical play that went in the Bengals' favor. And for some big play number four, perhaps the biggest one of them all, Rams' second possession in the second half. They've fallen behind 13-9, and then Matthew Stafford hits Van Jefferson for 46 yards, and then the very next play, another tipped ball and an interception, and the momentum goes right back to the Bengals. 
So deflating. Now at the end of this segment, I talk about the coach's corner. What do I have to say about the coaching? Well, I've already done that ad nauseum, so I'm not going to do it again. The refereeing gaffes, we've already talked about that as well. And the announcers, I already mentioned Lewis Riddick's faux pas early in the game where he basically reversed himself. Dan Orlovsky, I don't know, man. He is wrong much more than he is right. And this whole team, I think there's just too many guys in the booth. Just too much word salad. Never stop talking. Hey, we get it. You guys know your stuff. Sometimes you just got to zip it and let us watch the game a little bit. Way too much talking. Well, that's all I got. We'll do a Rams rehash in a night or two. And I'm also going to have some guest podcasters, hopefully, that are going to chime in on this game as well. Trying to set that up as I speak. Rams go to one and two, heading to Indianapolis. Need to win badly. We'll see how the Health shakes out on this team. I know Lyric Jackson left the game. Cooper Cup out at least one more game. Team's overall staying healthy. A lot of things to like about this team. Don't get too disheartened. The Los Angeles Rams are competitive. They go on the road in a hostile environment on Monday night against a very good football team. Fall three points short. They're going to bounce back. I just feel it. Don't give up on this team out here for now from Rams Up. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.